What's up, Glee booties? We're back, and what you missed on Glee was the untitled Rachel Berry Project, which should have been written by Mary Holloran, or whatever her name was, who was horrified by, yet also moved by Rachel's cover of Pink's Glitter in the Air. And Kurt sang American Boy and grabbed his crotch. And that's what you missed on Glee Boot. Glee Boot! Yeah. And they did like a weird line dance with Shirley MacLaine. Oh, yep. Yep. Who will probably never be seen again. Yeah. I kind of hope not. She made me really uncomfortable the entire time. And I don't know why. Rich white woman saves gay boy. (laughs) Saves upper middle class gay boy yes exactly who's <laughs> part filipino <laughs> but irl show? we don't know we don't well know. well i yeah. think when we meet his mom later she's white we meet his mother what and Blaine I think she, has she, parents yeah and she's should i tell you who plays blaine's mom well i'm not gonna later? know anyway i want to be i want to be surprised <laughs> you won't guess it. Let me just tell you. Matt. Okay, wait. Let me see if I can guess it. Uh, it's not Shania Twain. Uh, um, I don't know. Patricia Heaton, who nobody likes anymore. I don't think. Do people? Right? I don't think she's full on canceled. Right, Patricia Heaton. She's like conservative. Is. is she a Trump supporter? Let's see. Probably. Whoa, she was born in Cleveland? That's crazy. I had no I know idea. She was well, in she- headlines because she was mad that they didn't cast Tim Allen in Lightyear. And I'm like, you should be more mad that that movie exists. Well, she, she says, apparently, according to the New York Post and New York Daily News, that Tim Allen's Lightyear legend was castrated. Let's not talk about Patricia Heaton. She triggers me. Uh, That's implying that the film, in fact, is male. Well, Buzz Lightyear is male, but he doesn't yeah. have a penis. He's a toy. But uh, that's true. Well, no, in real life, he was a man. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. A am, toy. am I the only one who thinks that it's weird that they decided to make a movie? about the supposed real man behind the toy a fake toy yes. isn't that weird <laughs> that's weird wait, okay, wait. i'm so well, glad that chris premise... evans keeps getting work though i love him he finally got <laughs> the... everything he ever wanted when he joined the buzzfeed puppy interview thing i don't know if you guys saw it it was delightful no i didn't see it you need to see it um okay here's my thing there was a buzz Lightyear movie and cartoon when i was a kid it has a ride at Disneyland and Disney World and Disneyland Paris and maybe other places um, where like it gave Buzz Lightyear his backstory. He like was in Star Command. There was like a blue princess. There was a big goofy alien and there was a little wisecracking robot and they all did little missions together. And there was like the planet where the aliens were from and they had like a hive mind. Like, I'm not saying this was like amazing. It was fine. I liked it as a kid. And that was his backstory. Why are we rebooting this backstory? It already has a ride. Wait, so is it, it's, it, that's not what's in the movie, I'm guessing. No. 
Okay. I don't know. Haven't seen the movie. See, the movie has, apparently it's going to have a lesbian kiss. And part of me is like, I guess maybe I need to support the gays. But that is that conflict with my direct and very strong desire to be doing anything other than watch that movie. (laughs) Listen, I you know, I'll go see anything Pixar, which probably I should have a different stance on that. But but I like Pixar movies, okay? Is it Pixar? Yeah, I think it's Disney Pixar. Like I just like oh, we always go on these tangents, but like I know. Uh, <laughs> We're not even this is a tangent and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> uh but like maybe I I'm just, wrong. Could I just wrong. like Yeah, it's Disney Pixar. That's what I thought. But the thing is, I see when I first saw the trailers, I had no idea it was Buzz Lightyear. But I was like, this is a really cool concept of a spaceman done by Disney Pixar. I just wish that maybe it wasn't a white man. And then I found out it was Buzz Lightyear. And I was like, hmm. You didn't get that by the title, Lightyear? Hmm. It was the teaser. They only show the title oh, at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that is well, no, because you said you saw the trailer and like presumably you would get to the end of the trailer and be like, I was like, wait, you're still confused by the end of that? Got no, it. no, I got there. I got there. But I still wish that they would have done this story with anyone other than a white man. There's a black female lesbian sidekick though. So it could. Mm. I disagree. Just make her the main character. Yeah, I am exhausted by the existence of that movie, almost as exhausted as the by the existence of Top Gun Maverick. And that hey, Facebook. I like that. I saw it and I liked it. So well, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. My, <laughs> sorry my condolences. <laughs> um, I had to read a Facebook post. I had to skim read a Facebook post <laughs> that said that like it was a movie where arrogance was merited and rewarded and it was like based on the Bible and it was like good values in Hollywood not trying to be leftist. And this movie is also like based on money, a military propaganda piece, but will not go there. But I just like... I was screaming. I was screaming. They were like, but did you actually see the movie? No, I had to read an awful Facebook post about it and I'll then never why recover. Why did you read it? Why? Why did you because read the I awful Facebook it. post? I didn't read it. I skimmed it. <laughs> I, yeah. But they were I, like, they were it like, was way better than the first Top Gun. I'm going to say that. And it was fun to watch. We've talked me. about how they replaced the woman. Yeah. We talked about that. And mm-hmm. then uh, there's also the this person was like, it's not about dumb parents while children save the world. And I'm like, have you read, I don't know, something from 1400? Like, that's an old trope, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm just like so exhausted by these media commentators who claim to stand for traditional values. Well, like, I mean, they couldn't tell you anything about like the culture they allege to be representing. They allege to represent traditional white culture but they couldn't tell you anything about Hanover. Like, come on. Like. <laughs> okay. So I'm drinking strawberry hibiscus. We're doing what we're drinking first before we even say what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. You clicked on the episode. That's true. That's true. <laughs> wow. So aggressive. I'm drinking the thing I always drink. It's so you go <laughs> Every time I see you in the store, I'm like, for Hannah. 
Pour one I'm out. drinking something I've never bought before, but it's actually really good, which is Nikki's Fine Malt Liquor. Um, it comes in these little green bottles, which look like barrels. So are you just drinking it straight? Like from yeah. the bottle? Is that yeah. how like it's supposed to be drank? I don't know. I don't think I've good. ever had malt liquor. I just, I don't know. It's like It tastes uh, like beer. I don't know. Like... <laughs> As they say in In the Heights, tonight we're drinking straight from the bottle in the champagne song. I feel like it is because like you, you can just order it. Right. So yeah, that looks like it looks right. Yeah. I mean, it's small. It looks like you're like a little sippy cup for adults. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's about the same size as a can of beer, I would say. Is it? It literally looks like it's teeny. Well, yeah, this is, I mean, it's a little fatter than can of beer. No, I I think it's about the same size. Yeah, I think you're right. It doesn't actually say on the bottle, though, what, how many ounces? Oh, 12, 12 fluid ounces. So, yeah. But it doesn't say the alcohol content. (laughs) They don't want you to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm just drinking two of these fine malt liquors over here come to find <laughs> the out percentage <laughs> the percentage is don't drive home <laughs> uh all right so we are here we made it through season five guys give ourselves a round of applause yeah my pulse is still going <laughs> yeah. animate uh, it i will be starting a cult uh in order to revive my spirit um i will not be joining jared leto's cult because Wait, how does that work? Morbius was not good. Um, uh, I'm no, going Morbius, to... Morbius was so good. They should release, re-release it again. <laughs> I am going to go to Eleusis in Greece, and I'm going to revive the cult of Demeter and Persephone. Okay, I'll be there. Yeah, and we uh, we don't know what they did because it was they were so good at keeping the mystery. It was a mystery religion. We don't know what they did back then, but I'll just come up with some stuff. Maybe modernize it. Hashtag mystery cult. Um, (laughs) Hashtag mystery cult. And I'll just fight club. Yeah. And I'll just, but I'll just be revived. I'll just connect with uh, the ancient earth, the earth, ancient culture, the spirits. So, like meditation and like astral projection into the spirit realm in which you meet the gods and goddesses. Yeah, sure cool the first rule of mystery cult is there are no rules there are no rules and you know we in the we of the celtic persuasion call the astral realm the other world Mm. that's where the fairies live fairies live in the astral realm well they live under the ground but in like another world times different like in narnia i don't know it's been a long time since i saw that season of true blood the one where Suki is a fairy. Yeah, is you know that show is bananas. Yeah, it, I watched the first few episodes with someone who ghosted me, and they were pretty good. But <laughs> listen, I think the first like three seasons of that show are really solid, but then it's just like, whoa! Not. I tried. Is that the one where she has to choose between 
Damien and some other person? No, that's Vampire Diaries. Okay, yes. I get they them were all coming confused. out around the same time, so that is a yes. very valid confusion. <laughs> but, but the difference between Vampire Diaries and True Blood is that True Blood is on HBO, so they get to say the the fuck word, and they get to have really hardcore sex. Well, not really oh. hardcore, but like it was more adult oriented too. It is very Vampire, adult. Vampire Diaries was like a like a Riverdale. Do you know when when True Blood came out? It was like two thousand eight. That's when I started watching it. When I was in eighth grade. Oh boy! Yeah, oh I'm gosh, just starting was... to watch Outlander now. That that has some spicy scenes. Let me tell I know. you. No, I think my mom stopped watching it because it was kind of spicy. <laughs> it was too spicy for your mom. Yeah, she like too much. No, <laughs> not too spicy for my mom. <laughs> oh, Beth. <laughs> Beth, oh my god! <laughs> so my mom liked. Uh, picture on a Glee Instagram just of the picture I posted of us from the first weekend where we did the podcast I did not know my mom followed the Glee Instagram uh-oh Cullen got caught <laughs> I mean I do all the social media listen I do all the social media Cullen is a perfect angel <laughs> uh, I did not make the joke about comedian being a form of bottoming uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Jesus said, "Eat my body." So mm. he mm-hmm. said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we we you know thank you, Glee Booties. We had a record turnout in this ballot. Yeah, everyone has very strong opinions about season five. I think. I think it's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm feeling that as well. You know, we also posted about it multiple times where sometimes we would just say it in the episode. Yeah. Though sorry, I think we said in the episode that's coming out this weekend, please vote, but because of recording schedule, <laughs> we'll have this with yeah. <laughs> We're really organized. Um so yeah, we have 37 votes. It's a lot. That's awesome. You know, yeah. that is uh, 17 more than last season. It's a lot of votes. Yeah. I can't even, like, conceptually count that high. Actually, I can if I divide it into 10. When I say conceptually, I mean, like, visualize the number. Got it. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, was I, was... Like, <laughs> I was like, Alyssa, do we have like, to have a talk? <laughs> I was like, Alyssa's, like, a pretty functioning person, like... <laughs> To be fair, I'm pretty sure that I have the thing where your numbers like oh, me get too. all mixed up. Number dyslexia, it's not called that, but that's kind of what it is. It's like dysnumeria? Yeah. Yes, dysnumeria, something? something like that. Yeah, I think that's not it, but I'm pretty sure that I have that. <laughs> dysnumeria sounds like, like the daughter of like an evil sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> She's a cyber chase villain. Oh my gosh, yes, she would be. <laughs> you know, I just, before we get into the ballot, I do want to say that as a child, I had a very unhealthy, unhealthy fixation on Cyber Chase. We'll keep going. Um, <laughs> Dyscalculia. That's just okay. Maria's sister. <laughs> Dump, number dyslexia or math dyslexia? Yeah. Dyscalculia. Yep. Can you be dyslexic for numbers? I love Google's people always ask function. Because <laughs> it, it makes me think of like, because <laughs> like dyslexic has 
every time I see it, I see the word sex in it. I don't know why. Maybe I'm kind of dyslexic. Uh, but that made me think, can you be sexy for numbers? <laughs> uh, yes, you can. Michael in season two of the Glee Projects. Wait, Literally, I cannot remember. Oh, what? okay. I remember. Um, I am sure there's a kink. There's that. been a lot of YouTube videos about the Glee Project coming out. And part of me was like, well, I could watch this. But I'm like, you know, I've... There's I, one, I, it's called The American Tragedy. And it's yeah. been on my, on my <laughs> dashboard for so long. And I'm like, I just, I need time away from Glee <laughs> before I watch probably what is a great video. <laughs> Shout uh, out to that person who made it. So uh, Rafa has been watching Awkward MTV. I mentioned that before. Uh, uh, like an evil love interest, like the bad boy love interest, who is like in her writing class and into drugs, was um, Hunter Clarington of the Warblers. I was like, that's Hunter Clarington. And Rafa's was like, okay. And I'm like, he sang Whistle. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I want you to think of that in every scene he's in. Yeah. Um, and then uh Brett was just is on it now. Wow. On awkwardly. Yeah. I'm like, girl has been okay. I guess by the time she was on Riverdale, she was playing an adult, not a teenager. But I'm like, girl has been in every teen show. Interesting. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Season five ballot. Um, you know, I'm just gonna say it now. I think season five is gonna be the worst season. I think. Yeah, you know, and I'll I'll give them some understanding in that they had to basically rewrite a whole season of television. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that couldn't have been easy for the actors, the writers, just everyone. Like, I'm sure there was a lot of stress and sadness on set, you know. Um, and so f- for the circumstances, you know, they created st- something, and you know, there's always honor in that. Um, was what they created good? I'm gonna say no. Um, did you have good moments? Yeah, sure. Um, um, I don't remember any. <laughs> but was this, this ballot was so hard to fill out? But was this like the worst season by a I long really shot? hope yes. so. I yeah. really hope it was the worst season. Yeah, because we still have one more. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> we have one more, but from what I know of it, is it so weird that it's like more entertaining? Yeah, because okay. I think this a lot of these episodes committed the crime of being boring. Mm-hmm. And I take completely like, filler. Yeah, mm-hmm. like filler, but not even with a main plot to wait for. Like, oh, I just have to wait for filler to get to it. Just like filler till they run out of episodes in the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it reminds me of like a plot something I might write in grad school because I just needed to turn it in. <laughs> Like what? Uh, we never build, did that. I, you, I don't pages. know what you're talking about. <laughs> it is two a.m. It is due at class at ten a.m. tomorrow. Um, Rachel has a dog charity. Mercedes is waiting till marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so Kurt okay. has nothing going for him, so he joins an elderly group's <laughs> version of Peter Pan. <laughs> And then they all sing at <laughs> Rachel's dog charity to bring it on home. And Rachel goes like, home. yay. <laughs> Simply <laughs> fucking end this shot. 
I just, you know, check out the the TikTok. I've been trying to make content. I did make one of that season seven, the Riverdale musical should be them doing a stage production of Glee. And I did one of those filters on like what Riverdale character is playing what Glee character. Some hot takes, lots of double casting. It's an avant-garde production. <laughs> I would expect nothing less for Riverdale. Yeah. Um, so, okay, characters. Oh my gosh, we got one more. We have 38 responses now. What? They're coming in. <laughs> They're still coming in. Hold the ballot boxes. Um, Thank you to that person specifically. <laughs> okay, so our first, our first category, most annoying New Yorker. Uh, we got one vote for Elliot Starchild. What? I know. Someone doesn't like Adam Lambert. No. We That's two, so rude. We got two votes I for Artie, Artie Abrams. Harholdedly. Heart, heart. Wholeheartedly. Harholdedly. I felt that so hard. Oh, that was great. I love that one. Harholdedly. Artie, Mercedes, and Kurt. Two votes each. I'm uh, sorry, wait, say that again? Artie, Mercedes, and Kurt each got Mercedes? Two votes. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be what fair, I think she's on this list specifically because she's calling herself a New Yorker, or we are. <laughs> We're calling her a New Yorker, but she's not. <laughs> I mean, none of them are, but she's there temporarily. Yeah. And then we got five votes for Blaine. Oh, wow. I blame tested. Oh, yeah. That was rough. That was Blaine character assassination. It was. Mm-hmm. That was a blastination. Um, right? A Blaine assassination. <laughs> a a blastination. A blastination. Um, and then... Coming in, zooming into first place with 26 votes is the one and only Rachel Berry. Duh. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> who else? <laughs> pretty, she, pretty obvious there. There, I think there was what maybe like two episodes where we were like, oh, she's not horrible. Like she's being a somewhat normal person, or oh, she mm-hmm. had her opening night. Good for her. That was it. Yeah, other yeah. than that, she was talking about her town car. She was telling Mercedes to break up with Sam. She, she was constantly going back and forth between like like bullying Kurt about and this is actually part of also season four I think about how like how great she is and then just like learning that she needs to be nicer and that she's she needs to stop being a diva and that was just repetitive this whole season and part of last season. And the, yeah, the dog thing, the ditching her own performance. Yeah, this this season she was like a full-time diva and she was dishonest. Yeah, and there wasn't even she wasn't even an underdog anymore. So like no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I think it's safe to say that we all picked Rachel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In uh, the host ballot on present Rachel. Unanimous. Yeah. Okay, so here's a here's a complicated question. Appearances can be deceiving. Um, newbie that felt like the biggest waste of time. 
Wow. So what's really interesting about this is that I was very lazy and didn't change the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm looking at our responses and we all pick someone differently. Oh, but the the listener responses it's very interesting it's kind of like everybody so we got i don't one, have it open we have one vote for unique which i mean that must be the same person that voted for elliot because that takes <laughs> just wrong um i guess wrong. it depends on how you define like the biggest waste of time that's, you know that's true because true. Unique, yeah all unique really got to do was like catfish and not be allowed to use the bathroom and that was this season right season five catfish was season four five? and then bathroom was this season right that's okay. all unique really got to do and like yeah unique, had, unique has a lot of potential that wasn't utilized unique has so much potential so unique barely got uh, to exist this season yeah true. so i think like if that's where that person's coming from, I totally understand it. If that's not where you're coming from, let us know. We would love to hear from you because it is pretty a spicy take. Kitty Wild, yeah. the terrorist. Just learned that her last name was Wild. <laughs> Hate that. Um, she has two votes. And really all she did this season, I guess so she dated Artie and lied about it and then got him into film school or like sent his application or announced his Stepped into film school. No, that was last season. So really, this season she just dated him and lied about it. She uh, felt bad for true. Tina. Um, and uh, in her backstory, she had like a religious experience, but it's a non-canon backstory. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of inclined to think that maybe that part is somewhat canon because it does feel like she had a really weird change of character and it like in season four and we were yeah. just kind of comes out of nowhere. So maybe that part semi-canon. Um, I'm actually surprised she didn't get more votes, but I think it is like that residual stuff from season four. I'm just now realizing that I smushed season five and season four together with all of their mm-hmm. stories. Well, it's so yeah. easy to do because the sc- the way the school year goes and then you have like Lee 2.0 mm-hmm. and they're in, in New York. Like this season is so disjointed. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I don't know like, if my answer is quite accurate at this like, point. <laughs> the newbies don't even appear late. Like they just like, they're barely there at the beginning and then they diminish, diminish and they're gone. Yep. They, mm-hmm. they diminish and fade into the West and remain Galadriel. You know, like they they don't do it like it's so so anticlimactic they they yeah. say sue can't take that away from us and then they other people graduate um <laughs> yeah jake got three yeah okay. i will agree in that you know this all this season did was really ruin his character development yep yeah um eight votes for marley Wow. I mean, what did Marley do this season? She, she was bullied on. by her teacher. <laughs> she, I mean, yeah, like she's a punching bag. She, I guess she, Mercedes gave her that pep talk, but she didn't even have a mm, single solo at nationals. 
Yeah. I almost well, voted for Marley. Didn't almost. the last time she had a solo, she fainted and caused them to almost no, lose. Well, she, so like, no, it's she all sang, her fault. She sang all or nothing <laughs> at the end of season four with Blaine. Don't remember that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> That's literally the picture oh, in the ballad. Oh, or nothing. nothing. In oh, her God. song, they sang her song that she wrote. Yeah, no, her don't, song. Don't. Suki, no. <laughs> Um, she trying to solve those puzzles no she was trying to rub her face on my water bottle it was open and knock it over <laughs> and then we got 24 votes for Ryder Lynn <laughs> big surprise no yeah he is the most vanilla you know I have a friend who's very classic very standard and you know I sometimes call him the best the straight community has to offer and I would really say Ryder Lynn is the I almost said he's the worst the straight community has to offer but that wouldn't be fair he's the most Most, mediocre yeah (laughs) most generic maybe yeah yeah he's very boring it's like someone's Um, like to describe Ryder to me he's a boy he's white (laughs) he's a white boy a handsome white boy who plays sports and is uh, also musically inclined gifted and he goes to church even though that's never mentioned except for one scene where he's trying to convince a girl to date him that's it so uh, host votes we are all split all again right. all okay. split who who voted for Ryder? i did that was me I mean, I I considered it. I can't follow you for that vote, you know. It was between Ryder and Marley for me. Interesting. But like I said, like like I smushed season four and five together in my brain. So I think if I was thinking about just season five, I might have gone with Marley. Yeah. But like, what does Ryder? So what Ryder does this season? He like aggressively sings that song at Marley to get her to go out with him and like post their date on Instagram. Yeah, he gets real creepy. He He does. And it doesn't, and he gets mad at Jake for cheating on her. But we're not talking about who's the worst person. We're talking about the waste of time. The waste of time. But but like that doesn't go anywhere, right? I guess it goes that he tells Jake, we need to help Marley, and then they go tell Mercedes. But like we get no storyline in this season at all. The the bathroom. The bathroom one where she gets a porta potty delivered. Right in the middle of the choir, uh, the choir room. Yep, I remember. That was actually yeah. an interesting storyline. So I wouldn't go with unique. Yeah. So Ryder and like that, all that stuff with Marley never gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Never goes anywhere. Yeah. So that is a waste of time. So yeah. Hannah, you voted for Jake. Yeah, he, like, he was unlikable when we first meet him in season four. He grows and in, into you know, a nicer person. He's trying to have this relationship with Marley. And then that just comes crashing down in this season. He completely reverts back because it's convenient for the writers or whatever situation was going on behind the scenes. And it really felt just like we wasted our time with him, which is so unfortunate because like he, like all of these characters, I think had potential yeah it was just completely wasted so jake is the one that stuck out to me the most he's like a shitty tinder match like he's hot and then you're like oh this he kind of sucks and then you're like okay maybe they're okay 
And then at the end of the day, they just suck again. And you're like, why did I waste my time? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went for Marley because when we meet Marley at the beginning of season four and she's all singing Chasing Pavements and wearing her newsboy cap, we're all like... Oh, God, I forgot about the newsboy cap. (laughs) uh, They're like, this is the new Rachel. This is the new protagonist of the show. The show's going in this new direction. Marley's taking the lead. Season five, she's like an afterthought. So we invest Mm -hmm. all this time and energy into like, this is Marley. This is our lead. This is our new brunette who can sing. Um, And then here she's just like bullied in a punching bag and just kind of takes it. Then Mercedes is like, um, don't. And then that's it. Yeah. I think we all have valid answers. Yeah. Because these characters. I don't know. I think there's a case for all five of them. Like the idea with Unique having pretty much like the best potential, like Unique and Marley had probably the highest potential going into this season and also from last season. And also I think season three, when we met Unique, so like there was a lot with them. Uh, completely broken up kitty like she had some sort of character development and then she's just gone like she dated an og glee clubber yeah but we don't really even care about that because also she was like really rude about it but then it was like oh it's okay but then it then then already like had a had a drafted text to break break up up with her her. so Yeah, yeah, so like there's a there's a good case for all of them, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. In the glee boot, they're like, you're embarrassed to date a wheelchair user. And he's like, No, I'm embarrassed to date Artie because he sucks. <laughs> I don't know why I'm into him. Um and you know, you could also argue that Jake was a big waste because in terms of representation, the black male characters that we've had are Matthew, who had spiders eggs in his ear and one line. And then he transferred to the different school. We had uh, the guy that Mercedes dated, Shane, mm-hmm. who just kind of got cheated on. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Uh, and wasn't he, he a. No. He, there, there was also a bully, a black bully. Yeah, there was a bully. Um, but it wasn't Shane. It wasn't Shane. Shane, just remember that SNL skit where Emma Stone is the woman in the gay porn and she's like, trying to be a serious actress and get her character and the director is like she has no past no present no future see she exists to be cheated on and that's what i feel <laughs> about shane uh. so that's kind of it right so yeah. far yeah that yeah i feel bad if i'm like missing someone but there's i mean there definitely hasn't been like a major black male character no no um like someone posted something for pride with a bunch of like with all the glee gay guys and it they're all white yeah yeah kurt sebastian blaine blaine is presumed to be white even though darren chris is half filipino are there any in new york no well no. i mean there are probably <laughs> i mean you know what i mean yeah, because um, there's like, there's Telly, so Telly Lung uh, played the hot warbler, and he could have been gay, and he's Asian. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, because Telly Lung is gay in IRL. Um, yeah, no. Mm-mm. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh. All right, so that's the end of our, that's the character category. 
um we didn't do adults because that would just be like is it will or sue this time what's worse suspending a girl for not wearing a bikini or having an active caning yeah (laughs) yeah i mean they're both like i mean one does like psychological and physical damage the other does psychological damage but yeah, it's is it it's is it lot. worse to do the damage and think that you're doing good, or to do the damage and know that you're kind of being bad? Because I feel like Sue knows that she. I is say that's worse. A terrible person. That's worse when you know you're terrible and you're making no effort to change. You're being terrible. That is worse. I know that's a hot take, but whenever someone's like, I'm an asshole to everyone, I'm like, that doesn't make it better. That just means like you're you're an asshole. You're just always an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's get into story for our episodes. So our episodes of this season are 20 episodes. We have Love, 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 Tina confronts Artie and Kitty about having their relationship. Tina in the Sky with Diamonds. Tina is shamed by the writers of Glee at Prom. The quarterback, the heart-wrenching tribute to Finn Hudson. A Katie or a Gaga. The two genders are established. Tina is a Gaga. The end of twerk. The end of twerk. Tina films Blaine twerking. Moving out. Tina's acting dreams are ignored during Billy Joel week. Puppet master. Tina catches Blaine having a sexualized puppet fantasy about her. Previously unaired Christmas special. Tina is obsessed with winning a plastic angel in this non-canon episode. Frenemies, Tina fused with her best friend, Artie for Valedictorian. Trio, uh, Tina does a lock-in with Blaine and Sam and worries about growing apart. City of Angels, Tina finally has her moment in the sun at Nationals and rocks it. 100, the Glee Club is ending and Tina tells Marley about smuggling meat in her vagina. New Directions, Tina feels lost when it comes to graduation, but she gets into Brown. New 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 York, they reboot Glee and Tina is not there, evil is real. Bash, Rachel quits Niata and is too ashamed to tell Tina, who drove like three hours to help Rachel against Niata. Tested, Artie gets an STI and Tina is not there to admonish him. Opening night, Tina is back, and I guess Rachel plays Fanny on Broadway. The backup plan. Rachel throws away her, <laughs> Rachel throws away her Broadway career because Tina isn't there to stop her. Old dog, new tricks. Rachel tries to rebrand, but without Tina's help. Hashtag foolish. The entitled Rachel Berry Project. Rachel tries to get a show, but Tina isn't in it, so it will fail. <laughs> I have decided the protagonist of Glee is. <laughs> they, they cannot make it Rachel. They can't tell me it's Rachel. It's Tina. Uh, this spread is incredible. There are only two Tina's episodes incredible. that do not get any votes, I believe, really? across the board. Either from us or from listeners it is the end of twerk and the untitled rachel berry project neither of them got any vote wow which you know is valid the end of twerk horrible premise for an episode yeah the untitled rachel berry project biggest news fest to go out to end like that's the worst season finale we've had oh yeah 100 yeah 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 um so the winner is the quarterback, which does not surprise me. I think we all three of us voted for it too. Yeah. Like it's emotionally charged. And from what I remember, like it was a fine episode. It 
it was a good tribute episode. It, you don't it have was, the same yeah. expectations of a tribute episode as you do like a regular mid-season episode, right? Like it's not about like a super clear plot structure. It's about seeing how these characters respond and using music in this case to help us kind of mourn. Yeah. Um, 31 yeah, so votes from the audience. 31 yeah. votes. Wow. Um, the next one is the 100th episode, 100 Glee Club ending, uh, and then Goop and Glenda are there. Um, but I think Goop shows up at the very end. Yeah. Of the 100. This is also where they sing Keep Holding On again. This is where they're doing all the, the same songs again. This is not the one where the the two women team up Goop. No, Goop. they decide okay. so to team the up at the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But this one has 19 votes. Yeah. So it's like it's not really a close second. It's like pretty far behind. But it's a because clear the rest second. of this. Yes, but the rest of the spread is so crazy. The next <laughs> one we have is City of Angels with ten votes. It's a Nationals episode. Those are always it solid. makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, with six votes, trio. No, then, but the next is eight New Directions. That is the one. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also Which where Tina sense. gets into Brown. Um. Oh. Then trio Tina making out with Sam, which is interesting because that is like our least one of our lowest listened episodes in this season. Hmm. Oh, maybe there's something wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then next tied that, with that one is Katie or Gaga. Yeah, which you know I kind of like enjoyed that episode in a perverse way, not perverse, <laughs> but like I'm not gonna be like this was great content, but I was like okay. This is a bananas present premise. Hopefully they'll explain it to me. They don't. Okay. <laughs> I so I ended up picking the quarterback, Puppet Master, and Katie Argaga. And I picked Katie Argaga because it was the only other one that vividly stood out to me. It had strong visuals. Wait, so did yes. you and I pick all the same I ones? think so. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. Oh my god. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because wow. you because Cullen chose City of Angels, right? Yeah. Um, so okay, so after uh Katie or Gaga and Trio, we have Love Love Love, Five. which that's is, a bold choice. I mean, that's the 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 um proposal, proposal. episode. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Um none of them else then, have five. So next is is a. Uh, Tina in the sky with diamonds. Tina in the sky with diamonds. Moving out. Uh, so that's previously unaired like, Christmas. What? Yeah, those four what? people have to explain themselves. Because <laughs> that um, is bottom of the drug lead to me. Yeah, so and, Tina in the sky with diamonds and moving out. Those are two like tribute musical tribute yeah. episodes. Frenemies. I hated that one. I yeah, know that, you guys were okay like, with it. That's the one with. Artie and Tina, right? Yeah, and R- Kurt and Elliot, but mainly Rachel and Santana. Rachel, yeah, Rachel yeah. decides to move okay. out. I specifically remember this episode because Rachel goes to Elliot's and is like, wants uh-huh. to move in with him. <laughs> That's the only thing yeah. that I remember from that episode. Yeah, I thought, I think like what Alyssa and I had kind of thought was that like, it was kind of interesting the fact that like these 
young women are acting the exact same petty way they would be in high school. And it's just like Mm -hmm. fascinating for some reason. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I get it. Um, We have three votes for Puppet Master. Wow. Well, I mean, What Does the Fox Say is a horrible (laughs) song. So you know what? I understand. But again, it's like one of the most vivid. I could probably recite a majority of the plot yeah yeah i'm not going to right now (laughs) don't put me on blast but like it's one of the most vivid ones that stands out because the rest of it honestly just feels like filler even like the nationals episode we referenced puppet master so much much. after it happened i was like okay this has to be one of the top three because just because we referenced it so much it's so insane it is yeah absolutely bonkers and then uh, tied with Puppet Master's opening night, which it makes sense, I guess. I almost voted for that as for it myself, but I think the Sue presence, the Sue yeah. plot line, and the fact that they split up Rachel solo with Sue. Uh, and yes. not too. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a few two, two twos, two ones with two votes. We have Old Dog New Tricks. <laughs> they like seeing Rachel dragged by those dogs, I think. Um, and we have New New York. Okay. I almost voted for old dog new old dogs new tricks. Almost. But I, mostly I did just- too. <laughs> because I mostly because of like that visual rage of Rachel falling to the ground and just being like dragged off by the dogs. And it's like Yeah. Like it was like an oddly fun episode, but it didn't really make sense in yeah well at all <laughs> at all and then we have what the bottom one vote for bash one vote for tested one vote for the backup plan which really now, gives you the vibe of the whole glee 2.0 these episodes are not top score the top score of glee 2.0 is opening night with three votes oh yeah so glee 2.0 really did, i mean it didn't give us we didn't give any of our episodes to it no No. right yeah no Mm -mm. yeah i mean although i really okay so whoever voted for tested um please explain yeah Yeah, america explain maybe they're anti-claim oh i mean i mean they are really toxic and it's like i mean i don't want to like judge someone else's relationship but i i mean they aren't real people uh maybe they enjoy seeing Artie like on the chopping block oh maybe Mm. that could be it they enjoyed the julie trapped in that musical number against her will (laughs) (laughs) maybe julie voted for this (laughs) and she's like yeah i sang really awkwardly (laughs) um so when it comes to our votes we have a it's so we have the quarterback puppet master two votes for katie argaga and one vote for city of angels I considered voting for Katie or Gaga too. So why did you end up going with City of Angels? Mainly because of more than a feeling in the like the okay the performance. Interesting. Um, All right. Literally cannot conjure that memory. <laughs> I also cannot. Well, that and because so I love Lady Gaga and Katy Perry, but none of those covers except I've listened to the Wide Awake one a few times. But I'm rarely going to go to one of those covers over the original. I don't think I will ever return to any covers from season five. 
Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I can't think of a single one. Not even the Billy Joel songs. Well, do you know the reason why I picked Katie or Gaga? Because that's when Elliot shows up. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> I remember his performance really vividly. Yes. And I remember um, the the K- the Gaga's doing Katie or yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's what I so I have a embarrassing playlist. It's called writing. Um, and it was for technically multiple projects, but it was mainly for writing fan fiction. And this is where I would put Glee songs. Um and if I were to pick, this is was made, I, this list wouldn't be the same if I made it right now. This was made like when I was in college. But for season five, I think it has Pompeii, Let It Be. Um, we'll see. We have a lot of Brave, Breakaway. Um, and I think that's it. Let's see if there's anything more from season five. But no, that's... Uh, yeah, that's it. I think another thing that stands out about City of Angels is that oh, there was that yeah. interesting stuff with Britt uh, and Carol. Yeah, especially yeah. Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, how she was kind of like coping with Finn's death still and how she wanted to do this for him. Um, kind of honor his memory. But then... Like, she kind of like snaps at Tina. Yeah. Which, it was really interesting. It was really complex, I think. That was an interesting scene. Sometimes I feel like Bert and Carol are like from another show that's like really yeah. emotionally um, complex. A, a better written show. They're from like <laughs> uh like a HBO miniseries of you know. <laughs> yes. Like... About losing uh they lost a a, a teen son. You know, after losing have two of their partners. Another yeah. teen son. Yeah. Yeah that's that's what it is okay i actually maybe we should do a spinoff with them (laughs) yes (laughs) um so my sister texted me this so i don't know if you've heard the rumors the rumors that are maybe true there's they're pretty widespread but i don't know if that's true so beanie is leaving beanie and jane lynch are leaving funny girl what yes already september wow wow okay so maybe rachel was kind of on to something well there's a strong rumor that Rachel Lee Michelle will be replacing her. No. What? What? Yeah. No. And someone, my sister sent me this tweet. I asked my sister about the importance of Lee Michelle being in Funny Girl. She said it's like giving Thanos the last Infinity Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going to destroy the world. <laughs> I, like my coworker sent it to me and I'm like, we're in the darkest timeline. And then like, she made a deal with the devil. I'm like, maybe that devil was Ryan Murphy and that TikTok was right. And this was all of a complex orchestrated way to give Leah Michelle a redemption arc. Oh yeah, that's right. Beanie Feldstein had, um, she got COVID. Yeah. So she took a little bit of time off. Yeah, COVID. And she, they, she hasn't been getting great reviews and the production's not doing very well. So. Okay, but I do have to agree with some stuff that I think was mentioned in Glee's episodes about Funny Girl. Like, is why that, revive it? Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. Also, Leah Michelle looks so different in this photo that I'm looking at her in. She does not look like the same person. She looks very different, yes. I'm not going to say anything else, but she looks very different. 
Um, so yeah, so I like her outfit though. So obviously, like a few episodes really stood out. <laughs> Wait, hold on, really quick. This New York Post article. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The first line is this rumor is no laughing matter for Leah Michelle fans. Fans? <laughs> That's a strong word. She has them. There are many Leah Michelle fan accounts on Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, so there were a few strong episodes. Um, but like, yeah, like because I considered opening night, I considered Kater Gaga, I considered. But I don't think any of these others I even considered. Yeah, no. There was, it was maybe out of five for me that I was like, okay, what are my top three? The rest of them don't even make the cut of top five. Like, well, and I think you can, that's the nature of top five. But, but I think you can kind of see it in the audience votes too, because they're so spread out. And so the only standout is the quarterback and then a hundred, which was more of like a shout out to old Glee fans. It didn't have much to do with like current storylines because mm-hmm. there weren't many. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why it didn't even make my list. Yeah, I, I actually don't think it was a very good episode and I didn't yeah. like a lot of the repeats, but. Um, so our next section is best Tina moment. Uh, this is spread out. Um, we got one vote for when she won the Christmas tree decorating contest when she got that angel. We have two votes for when she met out with Sam. We have uh, some Cena shippers. Um, or, or just, Cam. you know, or just, you know, make out with that hot Cam. guy. <laughs> you know? Make mm-hmm. out with that hot guy and then be done. Good for you, Tina. Um, when she got into Brown, got three votes. We love education. Um, <laughs> she got five votes for when she used the porta potty. Uh, just like, get your priorities straight. Ty, seven votes each for when she caught Blaine fetishizing her as a puppet. Sweet revenge. And when she had her chum's fantasy. I do not remember the chum's fantasy. What is this? That's like when she hits her head on the trophy. Oh, the friends thing. Friends. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I hated that because I hated the wig she was wearing. Also, I hated the idea of her having a friend. Again, hitting her head and then hallucinating. Like, it's a yeah. Tina trope. <laughs> a Tina trope. Tina trope. We're making that a page on TV tropes. I definitely thought that for some reason, Chums was like a cereal in <laughs> Tina was fantasizing about. Ooh, it's like, it's like Captain, Captain Crunch shaped like uh, like halves of fish. It's giving, it's giving <laughs> Chum Bucket. Yeah. It's giving Flappy Bird energy. <laughs> um, but 13 votes for when she won prom queen. I mean, that's that feels cruel because I wasn't it just staged so she could get slushy down and she actually won. Yeah, but also like that kind of goes to show the <laughs> this is a complete reach, but it shows the difference between like how how we value these two things, education or winning prom queen, just like Tina said, <laughs> like colleges love that you were on one prom queen, and then it's like actually no, it shows that you're <laughs> like a horrible bitch or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just that it's a dichotomy. 
you know uh, prom also, queen or college graduate i don't I, actually remember why she won i just remember that being prom queen was like she kind of turned into a nasty person for it it's because brie set it up so she could have dotty pour slushy on her yeah catch a toy yeah um so here's my here's my thing um i just realized that uh the mckinley high school has not had a valid or accurate prom queen election in the entire run of the show yep so what you're saying is these glee kids are corrupting everything yeah the corruption the dishonesty the fraud only for prom queen not for prom king well i think they staged prom queen when prom king when kurt won yeah and they, they Krofsky, right? it with rachel i'm sure to make sure finn won with her didn't he win queen kurt, kurt won queen did. but Karofsky won king mm-hmm. which i think was intentional so i think finn and cross were intentional but i guess no one cared enough this year interesting stoner bro it's all rigged it's all rigged. Um, justice for the prom, potential prom queens of McKinley High School. I think they got their justice. They didn't have to become prom queen. <laughs> um, let's do the music. Well, did you say our votes? Oh, our yeah, votes. we got to yeah. do our we votes. Got- all three said when Tina got into Brown. Yeah. No education. We love education. We love feminism. We love women bettering themselves. But also, yes. like, she wasn't <laughs> punished for this decision. She didn't yeah. get slushied. She didn't she just get got written off the show. <laughs> she wasn't fetishized. It was uh, literally like actually a good thing that happened to tina like a getting real written off the show thing. is the best thing that's ever happened to her yeah get away from these people <laughs> show up to rachel's opening night dance around in a gay bar and go home and like live a normal life um uh, i almost voted for when she caught blaine fetishizing her as a puppet because you know that must have felt like she could finally stop feeling bad about it um but, you know, again, I wasn't sure if she ever truly felt bad about it. So I went with getting into Brown. I was almost, I was like, are we going snarky or are we going uh, actually a good moment for Tina? Because mm-hmm. Brown is an actual good moment. But if we were yeah. going snarky, I would have done the, 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 the porta potty because I thought that was hilarious. But like I said, an actual good moment for Tina. I could not pass it up. All right. Um, next, we go into the music. Uh, the first question: most hallucinogenic number. <laughs> this episode, this season, felt like a fever dream. I could not wake up from. <laughs> um, and so, let's see what the audience think, thinks. We got two votes for applause. Where the Glee Club wears weird Gaga outfits. Yeah, it's weird. It is. Two votes for Nasty Slush Resumination, where Jake has a ghastly fueled sex-driven fantasy. Okay, but this was a banger of a number. <laughs> it was. I love this number. Um, and then we have four votes for You're My Best Friend, a ghastly fueled puppet number. Also four votes for Love Fool when Rachel has a nightmare. Totally forgot about that one. Five votes for when blurred lines when Will twerks with minors. 
Um, five votes for the chipmunk song, Christmas Don't Be Late, when they sing in high-pitched voices. I'd forgotten that oh, had happened. I, hated I had that. forgotten every aspect of that episode. <laughs> I was really like, I had become something better because I had forgotten, and now I'm a horrible person again. Um, and we have 16 votes for what the fox say, a number with fog, forestry, masks, and puppets. I mean, also, but it's taking place across planes of existence. <laughs> it's happening as in a New performance York. in this school. It's happening in New York. Like, why? True. <laughs> that I was hallucinating. And um, then uh, some of the some nominees that didn't get any votes. Uh, roar when they have an elaborate half-naked jungle dance number. Uh, party all the time when Goop took over the animal husband husbandry club with a foam party. And American Boy when Kirk grabs his crotch. Um, I just want to just reiterate again. Um, party all the time. Every once in a while will still get stuck in my head. I think I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so what, did, what were our votes? Um, so I wonder if someone took this very seriously, <laughs> this, this prompt, <laughs> because the one, there are two votes for what the Fox say, which is a number in which people do hallucinate, or a, a number in an episode in which people hallucinate. But then the other one that was picked was you're my best friend, which is a hallucination. Alyssa? Is yes. that something you'd like to say to the class? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> uh, it was literally yeah. between these two. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going with the one that's an actual hallucination. I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think. Um, I went with the most hallucination, hallucinogenic. And then I'm like, I can't believe that this is happening in the same timeline as me. Like in the same world mm-hmm. where like the Habsburgs ruled over Austria and I was born to my parents and people made the movie Pocahontas. In the same world, there was a soundstage where these actors were lip syncing to what the Fox say with these puppets and they were pumping in smoke and they had animal things. They were hiding in grass. Like actors had to do all of this. And this is the same world where like people built the pyramids. The same world, the same timeline, these things happened. Like Cleopatra lived in the same world as the Glee cover of What the Fox Say. I will never recover from that. <laughs> I second what Colin said. Oh gosh. Um, so the way that our ballot has organized worst song could not be more terrible (laughs) i know (laughs) um also there's like 30 responses so it's like someone submitted the ballot before they finished actually multiple people yeah i think they're just like i'm not writing shit down i'm only clicking boxes (laughs) yeah that makes sense sense. (laughs) i'm like valid um so let's see eight votes i believe for blurred lines but someone else's vote was also what the fox say so eight votes for blurred lines oh we have two more so it's 11 for blurred lines oh my goodness someone said shaking my head i agree i didn't <laughs> like that one that's the mercedes number yeah. mm-hmm. so okay right now blurred lines is in the lead 
we have a lot of votes for what the fox say. So let's see. Nine. Two, nine. Three. Yeah. Yeah. There's one for Pompeii. Yeah. Those are the two leaders. We have mm-hmm. two for the rose. Yeah, which is interesting. There's, I think, two or three for the chipmunk song. Yeah. Um, I'm the greatest star, Rachel's version, because this one says Kurt's version was better. Um, um, the entire soundtrack of the Christmas episode. Fair. I think what's interesting about the greatest star one is that Kurt did that as what, like a, was it an audition song? Mm-hmm. Or just for fun, I don't know. But Rachel's is literally part of the musical in which it <laughs> premieres. And like, it was not good. Um, so yeah, this is... Yeah, Shaking My Head did get one. American Boy got one vote. Yeah, one vo- vote, but four exclamation points. <laughs> so that counts as 10 votes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chipmunk song out of you. Yeah, so that's kind of a lot of like... I mean, Blurred Lines and What the Fox Say are just clearly, and then the chip, followed by the Chipmunk song, which, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, so our um, our ballot, I'm the only one who followed the directions. <laughs> Worst song, singular. Uh, but everyone said Blurred Lines. I mean, duh. Like, Blurred yeah, Lines. Yeah. The song's already bad, and then in yeah. the Glee context, it's worse, and then in a Will cover Glee context. And, like, Will being ignorant of, like, what the song is about. You know, kind of like how he's ignorant of uh, proper protocols as a judge on a dance show. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, yikes. Um, Who else said the Chipmunk song? I said the Chipmunk song. Mm -hmm. That was bad. Because mainly as I watched it, I thought about how if I had made my parents watch that Christmas episode, I would have been disowned. It's so. not even, it's not even them, like. Yeah, it's probably just the original version. Yeah, it, pretty sure it is. <laughs> like, it sounds yeah. exactly the same. And then, Alyssa, I'm guessing you voted for You Are Woman, I Am Man. Yeah, I hated that. I, I forgot that, that song, song existed. I yeah. do remember that, because that's the one with uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yep. Well, see, mm-hmm. So the thing about that not, song is not right um, John, uh, John Krasinski, the uh, Ian Grufford version. Yeah. Of- yeah. Rachel did a good job performing that song, but it did she? I, I don't think she did. <laughs> I watched it and was like, okay, she's good, but it made me think, oh, why are they doing this musical? Yeah, it's like, I don't know much about the musical, from, but from what I understand, it's just like, it seems antiquated in such a way that, like, what are we getting from this? Yeah, because even like like antiquated musicals like Oklahoma, they like redo and like even even without changing the script, like they're changing the staging and stuff. Yeah, kind of like send a different message. Yeah, um, or like examine it, but like all these funny girl revivals in Glee and IRL don't seem to be really challenging the text. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's just built on like. I feel like at the time it was kind of like boundary pushing and kind of a new way to look at like a female lead in a musical theater piece. So I think people are just going off of that. But like, unfortunately for the Josh Sweden's and JK Rowling's of the world, time marches on and things that used to be super progressive aren't that progressive anymore. I also think that like, maybe they're like the show like glee was banking on rachel's connection to barbara streisand and then irl 
they're banking on the fact that like it was an anniversary of mm-hmm. when the musical premiered but like who cares about that like just to be honest like who's living their life like ooh, funny girl anniversary. probably you some know? broadway people like probably some Rachel Berry would, would be yeah but like a Broadway show is so huge and expensive. It's not just like Disney being like, oh, the anniversary of the Little Mermaid, we're going to pop it in the El Capitan and people can pay ridiculous amounts of money to see a movie they've seen a million times, but it will make it fun for them. You know, like. Yeah. I just, I have to say that like, we know these are rumors, but if like, if Leah Michelle were to replace Beanie Feldstein, like. Leah Michelle doesn't seem to have great comedic timing and we know she's not really like a lover of improv. So like, I just don't know how she's going to be in a role that's like supposed to be somewhat comedic. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. I almost want to see it because I've only really, you know, people say she was funny in the screen Queens. I haven't watched all of it. I so don't think like- she was. I think it was, honestly, I think it was the writing. Like, like I think there are some moments in Glee where she can be funny, but I think it's a lot of the writing. And that stuff is like early writing of Glee where yeah. like there would be some funnier moments. And I think that's how she was in Scream Queens. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, so now let's do the best three songs of season five. Okay. Uh, if, I, if I hear a repeat, I'll say take a note so then we can see what's winning. Um, here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. If I die young, of course, amazing. Make you feel my love. I mean, those are some great choices. Yeah. I'm the greatest star. Hot take. More yeah. than a feeling. I'm with you. And IDK, feel that. <laughs> uh, the rose, unpopular opinion. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> Most of Eps nine through thirteen. Don't nine. quote me. On that, I said most, not all. <laughs> okay, so let's see. What uh, are nine and thirteen? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Frenemies, trio, city of angels, one hundred, and new directions. New directions, right? Oh, there's too many. I can't. I can't handle that. Yeah. That's so a- frenemies. Okay. Um, is- I don't even remember. I trust you, person. <laughs> I don't. Right. <laughs> uh break away which i did play as the last song of a musical theater radio show so i can't throw shade to that uh, raise your glass it does make more sense for the new direction than the warblers just give <clears throat> me a reason mm, okay sure jan um <laughs> Don't rain on my parade, Santana's version. It was really good. I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, I think that was a good one. Mr. Roboto slash Counting Stars. I happened to see that one on the hosts. Ooh. And then uh, BOK Santana made Rachel bearable. I, I agree with the second sentiment there, uh, but I don't like that cover. Uh, don't rain in my parade Santana that's our first yep. repeat first repeat Gloria I believe in a thing called love oh yeah I believe in a thing called love is really weird and energetic yeah Kurt and um star child right yeah. climbing all around the uh the guitar store that yeah. was in LA yes um just the way you are okay just the way you are I mean who doesn't love 
a good Billy Joel song. Although you I would prefer to just listen here. to Billy Joel. <laughs> uh, uh, jump in, jump in. Okay. I uh, honestly don't remember the cover. I don't decent. know what that it's is. Okay. Um, Pompeii. I thought okay. that one was strange. Um, we have Breakaway again. Another two votes for Breakaway. Ooh, Toxic 2.0. Okay, valid. Yeah. All of me. Snooze Fest, I don't know. Um, nasty slash Rhythm Nation. Great choice. Okay, yeah. Love is Love a is- Battlefield. Okay. That one was fun. The choreography was kind of interesting. I believe-, I believe it is. In a thing, thing called, called love. Two votes for that. So we have a t- three-way tie right now between Breakaway, Don't Rain in My Parade, Santana's version, and I Believe in a Thing Called Love. Mm-hmm. All right, Rockstar, moving out. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Every time I see Rockstar, I go to Nickelback. Yep. Um, hey Jude, Nasty Slash Rhythm Nation, two votes for that. Valerie, Valerie 2.0, nice. If I Die Young, two votes for that. Mm-hmm. Loser Like Me, Tina and Sam starting it off. Okay. Um, the, uh, what was it? The classist national anthem. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the, the vine though. Okay. Um, <laughs> Holy Trinity reunites Toxic. So two votes for Toxic 2.0. Mm-hmm. If I Die Young, two votes for If I Die Young. No, three, right? Yeah, three. Three. I believe in a thing called love. Three votes for that. Three. Mm-hmm. Don't ruin my parade Santana's version. Three votes for that. Yesterday. That was the only one they liked all season. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, Is that the first episode too? Yeah. <laughs> That's all they watched. They watched <laughs> it and they're like, done. <laughs> Nasty Rhythm Nation. Third vote for that one. Mm-hmm. Gloria, second vote for Gloria. Girls on film. Girls on film. Okay. Ooh, don't love the context, but I like that song and the covers. Eh, you know, it's it does the trick. Runner up, toxic. Are we counting that as a vote? Yeah, why not? No, nah, okay. Make you feel my love. I think it's the second vote for that. Mm-hmm. Hard day's night, where Rachel is singing at these people. Singing about uh, the first time she's ever had a job. <laughs> and that she has already confessed that her parents help her pay the rent. And then we have more than a feeling. Is that the second one? Yeah, that is the second more than a feeling. Yeah. Um, we have Toxic on Holy Trinity version. Okay, another vote for Toxic. Fida Young. Fourth vote for that. Um, Brave. I think that's the first vote for Brave, right? Yeah. Which, uh, it's a good cover, so I get it. Okay. Oh, boy, this person. Okay, we got we got Pompeii. <laughs> That's our second vote for Pompeii. Werewolves of, Werewolves London. of London. What a choice. <laughs> what a take. You've got to hide your love away with Kitty and Artie. This person is pro-Artie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gloria, second vote for Gloria. Mm-hmm. If I were a boy. Here comes the sun. Second vote do for do Here do Comes do. the Sun. You've got to hide your love away again. Second, what is with these pro-arty people? <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. Second uh-huh. vote for that. Right? Or third? Uh, I think it's third. 
third. Oh no, I think this is four. Are any of you writing this down? Yeah, I think it's okay. four. Okay. Um, I realized I just like been assuming. I was like, wait. Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Is that our second for that one? I think so. Second or yeah. third. I think it's second. Yeah. Um, more than a feeling. Another vote for that one. Mm-hmm. Just give me a reason. That's it. Second. It's in mm-hmm. the running now. And jump and jump in. Jump and jump in. Second. Second. Jump and jump in. Ooh, I think I think toxic's gonna come out on top. Toxic got, or nasty rhythm nation. We gotta vote for toxic. Mm-hmm. Seasons of love. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Nasty rhythm nation. Yes. Raise your glass. Got its second vote. Whenever I call you friend. Okay. I don't even remember that one. That was Tina and Artie at the beginning of Frenemies. Oh boy. Pro Artie people. <laughs> what is happening? Broadway baby. Uh, got to get you into my life. The chipmunk song. You should be I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> you should be sorry. How dare you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. If you if you were the one who picked the chipmunk song, I think you're the only person. Please leave a comment on our Instagram, send us a DM. We need to hear from you. You know, read it uh review, five stars. Give us five stars. <laughs> it's been a long time. Let me check. I'm gonna check right now since when we last got a review on uh Apple Podcasts. Um, because that's the only way I know they you can get reviews. I get think reviews so. Yeah, our last one was a year ago from wow. uh, but we have 13 ratings. So I think we've gotten other ratings, they're just not written. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are we're five, we're a 5.5 or a five, we are a five star podcast guy. <laughs> this is five star content. Five star wow. Content. <laughs> Out uh, of 100. <laughs> <laughs> no out of five we are five out of five um five nasty five, rhythm nation i think nasty rhythm nation has it do off that thing oh okay that's the first for the list if um, i were a boy that's a second yeah people that's a choice don't remember it that's rachel singing while people eat dinner um oh. seasons of love yeah. that's a second vote mm-hmm I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Another vote for that one. Just give me a reason. Third vote for that. Mm-hmm. Colorblind. You know, that was a good song. Yeah, it was the first uh, the first one for that. And that's a Amber Riley original, yeah. right? Rockstar got its second vote. The Greatest Star. Mm-hmm. And then not in any specific order. Seasons of Love, that's its third. Pompeii, I think that's its third too. Jump and jump in. That's four. Are are we halfway through yet? We, we are almost one. done. Okay, okay. We have make you feel my love. I think mm-hmm. that's a third for that one. Wide awake. Okay, that's I like first. that. First. American boy. Is that the first or second? Yeah, first. Yeah. So I think Nasty Rhythm Nation has it for listeners. Did you do the math? Did you no, but I'm pretty sure. That one is the one that came up the most. Um, yeah, I wish I could back. do control F. One, two, three, four, five, 
I got so six. So you got five, five votes or six votes. Okay. And then toxic. Let's see. Because I think it was the other. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So I think Nasty Rhythm Nation did win. I think I think you're right. Actually, I think it was five. Yeah, no, five. Yep. So Toxic and Nasty Rhythm Nation are tied. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So a couple like standout ones for me on this is Colorblind. Totally forgot that happened this season. Um, but also a good pick. And then what was the other one? I believe in a thing called love also had like multiples. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with I'm still, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Like a lot of people really like those two, which is, uh, yeah. I mean, girls on film. That was the other one. I can't believe I, again, I forgot that happened, but that was really like two or three episodes ago. That was last episode. Was it last episode. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's all blurring together, <laughs> like blurred lines. Uh-huh. But so my two my picks were seasons of love from the quarterback piano man from moving out and oh, mary did... the knight elliot well yes. i feel like i also mary... have mary the knight mary the knight is just because adam lambert has a great voice right yes well yeah and and he's like swinging on a chandelier that's kind of yeah. cool it's it's also it's great <laughs> it's when he's actually star child and not mm-hmm. like elliot in normal clothes and I don't know why they necessarily made that change. Like, I mean, obviously, like, maybe he doesn't want to go out like that all the time. Well, it's because of but, Kurt's insecurities. That's why. Yeah, but it kind of sucks that, like, I don't know. I feel like they could have had a really interesting brand. But, you know, what was it? Star Child in the Apocalyptics? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you should make a fake band t-shirt for that. You should. Um. So I did If I Were a Boy. I think that was one of the best, most musical moments of this season. That was amazing. Um, I did Nasty Rhythm Nation. Yeah. Uh, you, we all know your boy is a basic man. He is a man of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. It was fun. Jake was super hot. Um, Brett got to slap him. Marley pretend, tried to be sexy. like Against just, the fence. Yeah, it was just like... <laughs> It's just like, it's just a banger. Yeah. Like, it's just it like, is. boom. And then more than a feeling, because it was like Tina's big moment and like her and Blaine both singing really well. And you're just watching it and you're like, they've been wasting Tina's talent. Yeah. Um, and it's just, they, they do it really well. And there's like all this like kind of like nostalgia in it. And then I did a shout out to Santana and Rachel and the quarterback. Like those were both really emotional numbers. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So y'all are going to have to say what I did because I don't remember. You Actually, did. I do, but what do you what do you say? I said "Marry the Night" uh-huh. and in the Santana song, "If I, if die, I young, die Young," that's yeah. what uh-huh. it's called. And then <laughs> Mr. Roboto, yeah, <laughs> counting stars, yeah, counting stars. Yes. Okay, yeah. so I love Santana's like "If I Die Young." It was it was very raw and she doesn't even finish the whole song because because of how like emotionally taxing it was mm-hmm. which was great and I just really liked Mr. Roboto counting stars I don't I don't understand why but I, I remember it. <laughs> yeah 
I just was, it was entirely, it was entertaining. I, it was fun. And then Mary of the Night, like, it's, it's a banger. Yeah. It slaps. And it's Elliot. I needed some Elliot representation in my favorite songs. Yeah, I think we, I think the show could have benefited from regular Elliot content, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like yeah. the only level-headed person on that entire planet. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Wait, is that it? That's the end, right? That's yeah. the end I'm of just, the ballad. Th- mm-hmm. We made it through all of season five for that. that fix that hour fix of getting validation and being like what you liked that song all right i guess we did it guys season five is officially over season five yeah but we do have you know we usually do a bonus episode and we're still gonna do it we are going to read all the glee books no (laughs) i mean that is a potential episode after like maybe a few months after the podcast is over it's like hey guys here's here's this 85 page book about the glee characters from season one i'm reading recap convinced that the books are better than the show you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna agree (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like people are like oh do you like glee the book is yeah, I love those books. <laughs> I love those books. They're so good. Um, so yeah, thank you, listeners and former guests of the pod, for filling it out, letting us know what you thought of season five. Um, yeah, this is a lot of fun. It's always fun, fun to hear what everyone has to say. And I love the record turnout. Yes. Yeah, no kidding next time for season six for the whole series actually we want to get 50 people yes that's a good that's a good good goal yeah achievable yeah so we'll make sure that everyone shares it with their friends but yeah so season six ballot or sorry series ballot we'd love to have 50 people so when that comes out we'll let you know but we are still going to be coming in for season six unfortunately but (laughs) <laughs> Next time you listen to Glee Boot, what are we watching, Cullen? The Glee concert movie. Finally! <laughs> this is everything I've ever wanted because I never got to go because my friend Kyle <laughs> went without me. I mean, to be fair, like he ended up getting tickets and I couldn't. So it's not his fault. But still, <laughs> I I think I think if I had gone to this concert. I would have probably had a little bit of a different, I guess, outlook on the show, I think, because I would have had that, like, really cool memory. Um, but we, we should try to find people who have seen the concert, who went to see it in person, and if you've seen the movie, hit us up on social media because... We want to know your thoughts about it. Thank you for sticking with us and, you know, listening and going on this journey. Um, Triggered by the word. Uh, Oh my gosh. Like so much happened and yet so little. (laughs) Um, 
You oh can follow Gleeboot <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We are at Gleeboot Pod. You can also follow us on Tumblr, gleebootpod.tumblr.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Colonaverapter. You can follow me on Instagram at a.m.swearingen. Woo! Nice. Colin, nice. you look so tired. <laughs> I'm like, it's just like, it's, it's so surreal to have gotten through five seasons of this podcast. Yeah. I like, know. And that yes, we've been it is. doing it for as many years as we've been doing it. Years. We've voted years to Glee. Yeah. We have devoted. So we're coming <laughs> we up have. on our two year anniversary in like two, three weeks. Two weeks. Wait, is that our two year? Because what we started in 2019, 2020. It'd be our three year. Yeah, so I said, right? You said, you said two. two. You said two. I just said two. Yeah, oh. I'm like, no, we've been I meant three. Yeah, no, three years. I mean, uh, I'll be at the first few months we weren't as regular with our content output. Hannah has dyscalculia too. I think yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, so the yeah, podcast so I... is Glee Boot, Gangrene Rebooting oh. Glee. Colin bring all his college friends onto the podcast. Subtitle, we all have dyscalculia. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> electric boogaloo tokyo dress <laughs> yeah no uh two weeks in two weeks it will be our three-year anniversary i think that's why i kept saying two is because i was thinking yeah. of two weeks yeah because gotcha. july 4th is literally in two weeks which was when we experienced we personally experienced two earthquakes yeah. but apparently there was a third one in the middle of the night yeah yeah i remember just standing in your guys's bathroom and all of a sudden like everything was just kind of like <laughs> and i was like what's going on and i come out i was like what was that and one of you guys was like i think that was an earthquake <laughs> I remember Colin, earthquake. Yeah, yeah you and i were sitting at the table looking at each other and we were just like that was an earthquake. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What's going on?" And then I think that's one the last later. one that I felt. I haven't felt any since then. We've had others. Yeah, but I just haven't felt them. Yeah, guys, Southern California is sinking into the ocean. The whole tectonic plate is gonna rip off. Hopefully, not in my lifetime. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but that's- I was I was talking with uh, Derek the other day how like we are. We are all Sims in uh he's like God's gonna delete the pool ladder and I'm like that's called global warming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my my other take was that you know we are this is God's fan fiction and we're just his cringy OCs. <laughs> Unless I'm pulled from another fandom. I don't know. Maybe there's a version of me that is like from Supernatural, a Supernatural TV show. Y'all have always said that I have protagonist vibes, so I must be. <laughs> I must be. There is a YA <laughs> dystopian novel somewhere in the multiverse that God <laughs> read as a teen, and he's like, mm, Alyssa, it was fun. And it's like, I, he's like, I'm writing this really massive crossover thing, right? But it's an AU. It's a normal AU, and it has all these, it has high school AUs inside it. It has coffee shop AUs inside it. Um, it has government AUs inside of it. And he's like, I'm putting, uh, you know, Alyssa from the Avenger games, you know, she's going in 
Um, she's gonna start in like a school AU. Uh, there's gonna be she's gonna spend some time in a subway AU. Like it's a massive <laughs> like the fanfic website that God writes on is so huge and disorganized. Like his profile has so many fics. And like they're all interconnected, and like, how do you keep track of this? And there are musical numbers are musical without numbers. the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> like the Glee books. So uh, is writing the Glee books as part of their story or their backstory in God's fan fiction. Oh boy, Jesus is his self insert. <laughs> I mean, you could say that about the Bible, I guess. Yeah. The Bible is is just God fan fiction. Someone's reading it and they're like, "God, did you put yourself in this fan fiction?" And he's like, "That's not. It's not me. It's supposed to be me. It's supposed to be my son." Like, clearly, it's my son. (laughs) Seems like the same person. He's like, "Well, that will be a controversial take later on in the fic." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, well. That was the religion corner. <laughs> the religion corner that we so often have. You know, what universe is Leah Michelle from? What if, oh my gosh, here's the thing. What if there is a Rachel Berry in God's universe, right? And he's like, I'm taking a character based off of Rachel Berry and putting it in my fic. And then as an Easter egg, she plays Rachel Berry in a TV show. I hate that Easter egg. <laughs> and then he's like, and then I'm going to name the whole event when my son, who is me, is risen Easter. <laughs> it all comes back around. But only in this one country where they happen to worship this one goddess <laughs> named Easter. Uh Okay, this is this is getting too much for me to unravel at this point. <laughs> Probably yeah, one God of his followers on AO3. <laughs> All right. Uh, to next week for the concert. Um, and more tangents. And more tangents. <laughs> of course. Of course. Bye. Bye. Bye.